Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Let's get it on. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it's Thursday here on the program. You know what that means. Last night, one of the final nights of the Wednesday Night Wars. On this show, it's the wars, not the war. But anyway... We'll talk about AW and NXT. Two fine programs. Got a lot of feedback about that AEW show. I had people saying it was the greatest AEW show of all time. I do not think it was the greatest AEW show of all time. But it was a very good show. And the NXT show was very good as well in terms of video packages and everything building up. Pretty much exactly what I figured last week. Because last week felt like the go-home show to the two nights of TakeOver. This week... It's like a bunch of video packages for the TakeOver show. And then some matches were... They ran the gamut. There was the highs and there was the lows. They went up and they went down, as Roddy Piper once said. About a match I was in, in fact. They went up and they went down. I should play that here in the commercial breaks at some point. Anyway, we'll talk about the AW and NXT shows. We've also have the lineup. This is the full lineup. We got five matches for night one of TakeOver. We have five matches for night two of TakeOver. The shows are still scheduled to be a little over two hours each. There's a couple of things you may see next week. I can tell you about that after the break. And uh, we also have the lineup for the WrestleMania show, night one and night two. Six matches announced for each show as of this point. So a lot of stuff to get into today. We'll have a lot of feedback as well. And you may join the program. 844-913-2727. We'll take calls later on. Don't call now, Honolulu. And text messages 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter. At Sempervivi. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. And I I'm calling to 
to schedule a shipment. Indeed knows unexpected employee turnover can turn your business upside down. Last pickup is at 7. Team, we got to hustle. Like at Sumida's online chai company, to avoid back orders, she needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. What do you want to da-da-da? What do you want to da-da-da? I have not a da what to da-da-da. We could switch to progressive da. Oh, yeah? We could switch to progressive and sa. Mm-hmm. We could sa enough to buy some za. Oh, yeah. Let's switch to progressive to da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're going to da-da-da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da-da-da. Quote to da at progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Prescription products require completion of an online consultation with an independent healthcare provider and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Additional restrictions apply. See website for more details and safety information. You've loved her since the day you first met her. You've loved her through the good times and the bad. There's nothing you wouldn't do to make her happy. You may be older now, but that doesn't mean your love will ever change. ED happens, and it happens to about 50% of men over the age of 40. Visit RexMD.com and show her your love has never changed and never will. RexMD.com has helped thousands of men. Here's how RexMD.com works. Just fill out a brief survey, and if appropriate, you can get FDA-approved ED medication, which are currently available to new customers. Your consultation is free. There's no co-pays, no doctor office visits, and your shipping is always free. At RexMD.com, we've made the process fast, easy, and affordable. Don't wait another minute. RexMD.com is now offering sample pack prescriptions of ED medication. Visit RexMD.com right now. That's R-E-X-M-D dot com. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Did you know that the news of NXT moving to Tuesday was exclusively broken by Variety yesterday? Oh, yeah? Really? How long ago did I do that wink? Huh. What a bunch of liars! Mm. Anyway, the moving to Tuesdays. Wednesday Night War is coming to an end. Thank God. I far prefer Tuesday and Wednesday for two hours as opposed to Wednesday for four hours. It'll be much easier to digest these shows that way. And the final night of the Wednesday Night Wars is next Wednesday. And this is your lineup. It's Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart versus The Way 
for the tag team titles. Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Johnny Gargano versus the winner of the Gauntlet Eliminator, which it took three giant Titantons, Titantron screens to describe that match last night. Jordan Devlin versus Santos Escobar for the title. I presume it's title versus title. And Finn Balor will be facing Karrion Cross for the NXT title. And they desperately want to win next week on the final night. They probably will. I would actually, I would be stunned if they did not win next week. But there may be some, there may be some tricks up their sleeve. You know, the old starting early, ending late, uh, limited commercial interruptions, that whole nine yards. But uh, they are determined to win the final night before they move to Tuesday. So we'll see if they can do that. We also have a lineup for next week's AW show, which will be going head-to-head, obviously. We've got Jurassic Express against Bear Country. Darby Allen versus J.D. Drake. The Return of the Inner Circle. Ty Conti versus The Bunny. And John Moxley and the Young Bucks versus Omega and the Good Brothers. Sounds like that might be a an all right match. So that's the lineup for both shows. And then that's it. It's over. Any any thoughts on the end of these Wednesday night wars, Mike? What are you gonna do with your Twitter feed now on Thursday afternoon? I'm gonna post the ratings. I'm gonna post the ratings on Wednesday and Thursday. That's it. That's all I've ever done is post numbers. People so want really, to get mad this, about it, go for it. This could get worth, worse for you. This really could get worse for you because it could be two full days of people complaining about the numbers and, and planting their flags about numbers now. Now it might just take you a full 48-hour cycle. The NXT people jump on you. Of course, the AEW people will make fun of them. Then the AEW number will come out, and everybody will still do what they're doing, which is get really upset about arithmetic. Mike, I swear to God, one one time out of a hundred, I look at those comments. I swear to God, I finish this show. They're not for you. They're for everybody else to. to the ratings talk about. come out right when the show ends, and literally, this is my this is my routine. I post the numbers, and then I go downstairs, and I make lunch, and then I eat it. I don't even look. I don't care. Really? So it doesn't matter. Like, they can write whatever they want on Wednesday and Thursday. It means nothing to me. Now, the people whose lives revolve around these numbers, now, that those those people, wish them the best. I mean. You're never looking at the comments, ever? No, I don't. I swear to God. With your bias? Why would I look with at them? It's the same thing every week. It's a bunch of memes, and then some, some bloke says, in the mud. And then some guy says, yeah, but SmackDown. And then some other guy says, yeah, but Raw. And then someone else says, another one for the good guys. I mean, is it ever any different? Is lunch ever any different? Or do you just I make a different lunch every day. Treat? Really? What and I, I, I have a wife and I have two children. And, like, the sun was out yesterday. Why would I be looking at responses on my Twitter? Why would I do that? Do you also eat peanut butter and jelly with crust? I do not eat peanut butter and jelly. I'm a grown man. Almond butter? No, I don't eat almond butter. What do you think I am? Some weird health nut? <laughs> I saw some... I, don't even get me started on running. Why? One of these days, one of these days when, we, uh, when we have nothing to talk about, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really talk about running. Well, this, I barely, this health I, craze of running. 
Can I bury cyclists then who are cycling on? Oh, roads don't even don't even get started on these cyclists that take up the whole road. I don't hate them, but I well, hate it's like pearls before I swine. Hate this Everybody's law. ever seen that comic book. That's why I look at all cyclists now. So anyway, let's take a quick look at these shows because that's what people care about. Mm. Christian versus Kazarian. So there were a bunch of good matches on AEW, and here's is I mean Dave talked about this for like an hour last night, but here's the the ten second version. There was a bunch of matches that were good on AEW, and there's often a bunch of matches that are good on NXT. On AEW, the good matches are all different. On NXT, the good matches are all the same. And then you have bad matches, which are different, because they're bad. So, Christian and Kazarian was a very good match, but it was totally different from another very good match on the show, which was the uh, Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid versus Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. Really good match, totally different. And then we had another good match on the show, which was the main event, which was Arcade Anarchy, uh, Miro and Kip Sabian versus Orange and Chuck, Excellent match, also completely different. So I was watching the Christian match, and I was just thinking, you know, there's a lesson that we learned this year, and quite frankly through an entire presidency, I might add, and that is that it's better to under-promise and over-deliver than to over-promise and under-deliver. And this Christian fella, he's got a gimmick. Outwork everybody. And... I mean, it was. Listen, don't get me wrong. Match was great, but he did not outwork everybody. And so, if he had not told me that he was going to outwork everybody, I probably would have been way more impressed with his performance. I was still really impressed, but you, when you overpromise, then you almost inevitably underdeliver. And I don't think that Christian underdelivered. I mean, it was it was pretty much exactly what I expected it to be. So it was a good match, and he won. He said, "Kick your ass." Why? burying him for his I didn't bury him. Yes, you did. He said he was going to outwork everybody. Did he outwork everybody on that show last night? Well, he started. No, he did not. He he didn't get the chance to. He started the show. He went 20 minutes and kicked out of a bunch of near falls. He had just as much opportunity as anybody. To that point, he was outworking everybody. And you had Frankie Kazari. You know, if if this was in Japan... One, it would have gotten seven stars. But, of course, he also would have lost because he was coming back from seven years off. And then the guy comes back from yeah, seven years off. he did a great job. Oh. But you know the problem with his catchphrase is, Mike? What's that? Besides over-promise and under-deliver or under-promise and over-deliver? Because there's no one right way to work. So when That's your gimmick true. is that you're going to outwork everybody, what, you're going to outwork Laredo Kid doing all of these crazy high spots? You're going to outwork Miro putting somebody through a whack-a-mole game? Like, it's just all different. So it's a weird catchphrase. I'll outwork everybody. You'll outwork them in with headlocks or whatever? I mean, are he did. Taking, are you taking this too literally? No, that's his catchphrase. It's on t-shirts. So uh, wh- you're blaming me? That's his catchphrase on a t-shirt. Now, the match was great. Don't get me wrong. Why does everyone have to get mad about it? I'm just telling you. <laughs> there's no right, there's no one right way to work. Hey, that's how you picking nits on poor Christian. No, I'm not on people. poor Christian. I thought he did oh, an excellent who? job. Seven years? You want to see my first match back after seven years? His was ten times better. Maybe twenty. I'm not burying the guy. We don't we don't need to see that. Did he outwork the Legos? We had Cody QT in an exhibition match, which uh-huh. was notable because it was the first no contest ever in the history of AEW. There was no finish. Because but does it count? QT knocked out Arn. Well, it was an exhibition match, so it doesn't yeah. matter. He yeah. knocked out Arn, and then his 
diabolical crew of students, Aaron Solo, Anthony Ogogo, and Nick Camarado, three bad dudes, beat up all the baby faces. And this is a heel turn, and now he is on his way. As so we got the Camarado, Ngogo, and who's the other dude? Solo. Yes. Are they going to do something with O's at the it end? He's not Solo, by the way. He's in a, he's in a group. Solo. Ah. They announced that Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky are now a team. We had Moxley beating Cesar Bononi, or as he called him, Caesar Bononi, which I laughed at. <laughs> he beat this guy. It was a fun match. Choked him out. in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I like this J.D. Drake, too. I've mentioned that multiple times. Hell yeah. I'm very yes, excited sir. for his match next week. He's, he's my kind of wrestler. Damn right. He can outwork a lot of guys, but in a different way. We'll get, we'll get to MJF in the pinnacle after the break. Stand by, Observer Live. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi. We had MJF in the locker room with the pinnacle. He's about to give them their gift, and who should be hiding in the bathroom by the inner circle? And we had a cinematic buttocks beating. Not sure what I can say here on the air. Mike gets yelled at sometimes. But they pummeled these fools. And everybody squared off with somebody. Obviously, Sammy and Sean Spears, Hager and Wardlow, Proud and Powerful and FTR, Jericho and MJF. And they massacred these heels, kicked them out of the locker room. And I believe Jericho said the worst is yet to come. It was an awesome angle. Yes, it was. And I thought it was too early when they opened the door and they're all standing there. And it's like, man, are they going to this too early? And they, by the time it was over, they didn't go to it too early. They filmed that fantastic. It came off great. And it worked very, very well. It's one of, That was one of the more upfront things that I thought was at the top of both shows last night. I thought that was excellent. We had a Young Bucks promo. And then Don Callis cut this fantastic promo on... Matt Jackson, the greatest, unlikable, horrible human being, this Don Callis. He's the best and the worst. Yeah. Kenny Omega and Good Brothers versus Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid. Whatever he expected, it was that and probably more. Absolutely, completely insane match. And Kenny hit the V-trigger, one-winged angel on Laredo Kid, pinned him. And then Moxley and the Bucks came out and cleared the ring. And they announced that, in fact, that match is coming next week. Live and free on this. Actually, I don't know if the show's live next week. But anyway, it's next week, so you can watch it. People have been saying this for about two years now, but it's the absolute truth. Phoenix. Phoenix is a future world champion, probably in AEW. I don't know where, but Phoenix is a future world champion somewhere. We had Nyla Rose in the Bunny versus Ty Conti in Akaru Shida, where the Bunny pinned Ty Conti, setting up a singles match for next week. She hit her with a stick. Made sense. And then the main event was Arcade Anarchy, and, I mean, it was exactly it was exactly what I figured, except they haven't had Miro kill Kip yet. But they did everything in their power to make Miro come off like Brock Lesnar. He just killed everybody. He brutalized everybody two-on-one. He actually, when all of the best friends, when Trent made his surprise return, he beat up all three of them by himself. And then finally, the good guys, they laid out... Uh, Kip Sabian, of course, they beat him, so I'm sure his days are numbered with Miro. But excellent, uh, wild, hardcore match. We had the return of Chris Statlander, the return of Sue in the van, the return of Trent Beretta, who got his revenge on Miro, who had put him out of action. And I thought this was a great professional wrestling show. Yeah, I thought it was really good. And one of the things you didn't mention that I thought was a nice touch, too, is when Britt Baker was hyping up the fact that Elevation is going to be on Monday nights on YouTube, and she is going to be on there that, oh, yeah, by the way, Thunder Rosa, remember that match that we had? 
it was unsanctioned, so just like a great heel, it didn't count. Didn't really happen. Never existed. What a good way to get to a third match, because I think we were talking about that. How do they get back to them doing something with them again? That was the perfect way to do it. For NXT, we had Roderick Strong losing to Cameron Grimes, and Roderick Strong then quit. NXT has walked out. Is there one person on the planet that bought that? Of course not. It's ridiculous. <laughs> no. But it was a very good match. We had a Kieran Cross training video that was great. We had a Ciampa versus Valter video package from both guys, which was great. Whoever's doing these video packages, this person's underpaid. JB. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. JB. There, There is not one show. Well, there is probably a show here or there, but... In general, the video packages are far and away the best thing that NXT does by miles and miles. We had Tyler Breeze versus Santos Escobar, which was a good match. And uh, Santos hit the Phantom Driver for the win, and then they set up the three-way coming up next week. We had a goofy Gargano in the way promo where they basically agreed, if Austin wins his battle royal and he wins the gauntlet, we'll just do the finger poke of doom. The business is already dead, Johnny Gargano said, so why not? <laughs> well, he basically said, people say that he kills the business, so why not? We had Candice and Indy versus uh, Gigi Dolan and Zeta Ramier. Well, <sighs> It's mostly absolutely. Indy. Like, God bless her. I got nothing personally against Indy Hartwell, but she was the worst person in this match by far. And now she's getting a tag team championship match with Candice next week, so... Anyway, uh, we had Raquel and Zoe Stark, which was a good match. I'll get to Io Shirai in a moment. We had another fantastic video package for O'Reilly versus Cole. We had a, we go from like a fantastic thing to a horrible thing all throughout the show. So the next horrible thing is Zia Lee versus Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro. Two-on-one advantage baby faces. And then Caden, like an idiot, just abandons the ring. She goes up to the thousand-year-old woman. The thousand-year-old woman kills her she chokes her and sprays her with a mist that renders her dead but nobody cares the announcers don't care uh, there's no stretcher she's just a dead body and they're like ah well, you know she's dead it's always it's already been established in canon when it comes to wwe that if a person dies as soon as the show goes to break everything's okay well i mean everything was okay before they went to break no one cared and then zaya kills casey with a bunch of kicks and pins her by the way that broken leg She's fine. And then, so the 1,000-year-old woman is now 1-0 and in NXT. Which, quite frankly, I mean, only getting one win in 1,000 years, that ain't much of a record, but hey, she's but currently she, undefeated. She, she lasted that long. Abe Jacobs there. Fantastic. Mike Jackson. Fantastic Ciampa promo. And then we had the Battle Royal at the end, which was, it was comedy, and it was ha-ha. And yes, everybody. After beating him clean in his debut, L.A. Knight won, which really means nothing. It just means he's seated last in the gauntlet match, which ain't much of a gauntlet. It's three-minute intervals, so it's not like you're in there for a long time. Six guys, I mean, you know, you start first and second. You're only in there for like 12 minutes before the final guy comes in. But anyway, the 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 whole thing on this show, as much as I love this show, it's WWE. Three times on this show three no exaggeration three times on this show Io Shirai started a fight with Raquel and in a fair fight she got destroyed 
She came out early in the show. She got in a fair fight and was killed. She actually jumped her. It was only a fair fight. She jumped her from behind. She gets killed. She jumps her a second time. She gets killed. She jumps her a third time and gets killed. And by the time the Battle Royal ended and Io Shirai comes out for the fourth time, I thought, I have no interest in this match. You took a match I cared about, and by the time you were done, I have no interest. Io Shirai is just... Eh, it was bad. It was a horror. It was an horror. This Io Shirai, Raquel Gonzalez thing on this show. Didn't need to be One done. brawl. It's all you needed. One brawl and they yeah. get pulled apart. Four times, I was done. Raquel is a... You know why they like her. And she looks like a star. And she looks like something that on the main roster, Vince would love to do something with. With that said, there was no reason to do this with Io Shirai, especially because Raquel should be winning this belt here and sticking in NXT for a long time. It was unnecessary. It didn't need to be done that way. We know Raquel is a monster. We it, It's been established that way. You didn't have to kind of, not want to say bury Io, but make her look so much lesser than going into a match where, again, n- none of this was needed, in my opinion. Well, certainly four of them were needed. If you want to do the final brawl there at the end and then she does a big dive on all the women, that's fine, but... Oh, yeah. You sneeze? No, Mike. I'm professional. All right, what do you guys think of these shows? I'll open the phone lines afterwards. But before I do that, after the break, here are all of the lineups for uh, these shows. We talked about night one of NXT. Night two, Ember Moon and Shotzi versus The Way. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Johnny... Actually, we went over over all of these. All that's left now is WrestleMania. So WrestleMania night one and two. Night one, if you haven't bought your one-night ticket yet, Sasha versus Bianca, Lashley versus Drew McIntyre, Bad Bunny versus The Miz, New Day versus Jay and Omos, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Night two, Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan, Oscar versus Rhea, Fiend versus Randy Orton, Biggie versus Apollo, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, and Riddle will be facing Sheamus. By the way, by the way, so remember on Monday when Riddle was doing that thing and he forgot his line? Forgot. Yeah. Yes. And I was I was debating like, was this real or was this a work? Because the way they do Riddle's character, like I strongly believed it was a work. Because, like, how do you not know you're live? You know, the whole thing was just bizarre. Well, it was a shoot. No. Yep, they did not tell oh him. God. They did not tell him. Which, I, 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 haven't, I haven't fully figured out the story yet, because the story I was told actually doesn't make a lot of sense. The story I was told was, he wasn't told it was live, but Pritchard and Vince saw it, and they just laughed and laughed and laughed. And so, like, so... I mean, if it was live, I mean, you can't redo it. So I'm wondering if, like, what actually happened was it was a pre-tape that he screwed up, but they loved the pre-tape so much that that was what... So I think that's what... The point is, what you saw on TV was not a plan. He was supposed to deliver his line. He had some line about the scooters in Japan. He screwed up. They howled, and they thought, we got to put this on TV. (laughs) Never mind the fact that it makes, like, your promotion look like World Championship Wrestling. It's all about entertaining themselves. So it entertained Bruce, it entertained Vince, and so it went on television. So that's the story on Riddle and the forgetting his line. He actually forgot his line, and they thought it was funny. 
There you oh, go. man. Well, explains why Oscar then kind of sat there for a minute, and they were probably like, okay, just, you know, keep walking, and then she strutted on out there. But, uh, yeah. Back in a moment Riddle. with mm. your calls, bros, Observer Live. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. Just because you have an open for business sign on your front door or a website that's finally gone live isn't enough to assure you get customers. The world we live in requires small business people to find a way to get in front of people, show them something valuable, and somehow have them respond to the pitch. So be sure to invest in marketing properly. Look into newspapers, Facebook, Google, and radio to get the word out. And be sure to reward anyone offering referrals. Your sales will benefit if you start building hype and loyalty from day one. And that's your Dell Small Business business report what do you get when you talk to a dell technologies advisor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you get someone who understands there's an art to listening mm-hmm. sure. who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard i understand let's get started for advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by intel v pro platform call an advisor today at 877 ask dell Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Bro. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Man, we got a got a live wire in the chat here today. Oh, tough guy. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, AEW sucks. Well, call in, buddy. 844-913-27. Oh, I would never waste my time with a sheep. No, you're, oh, yeah. you're a coward. 
Yeah, you are. If you if you if you feel that I'm unfair, then call. Otherwise, go away, my friend. Bitch ass. Oh, Mike, please. You can't say that on the air. Hey, if he's saying there's, I'm not dealing with these shit, I wouldn't waste my time. You're in the Twitch chat right now watching this show. You got something to say, say it. You can make fun of all these other homies in the Twitch chat about them calling up and making fools of themselves on the phone or trying to get themselves over on the phone, but at least they are putting up their voices to be judged. You got something to say to us. You got something to say to Alvarez. Say it! This troll has set you off. Come on. I'm just telling you the facts about these trolls. Don't make me take that off. They're cowards, all of them. If they weren't, they would call in and they would discuss this, but they won't. They either won't call, or what they do is they call and they say one thing and they hang up. Because they are cowards. Sometimes we get people who aren't cowards, but... I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Let's see if this person here is a coward. Tony, you're on the air. What's going on? Brian, Mike, I am not a coward. What's going on, guys? Shout out to the Twitch homies in the chat. And Seth, a happy opening day to you. Thank you, sir, very much. Nationals all the way. Let's go, Phillies. Anyway, Brian, I thought both shows were great, but I'm a fair man. I do have some criticisms, and you're welcome to disagree. Um, I really don't like the Cody and QT Marshall storyline, and my glaring problem with it was this whole entire exhibition match. Cody has been on my ass side for a while. He comes off as patronizing, and him and the Face Nightmare family guys came off as patronizing last night. And the biggest issue I have with that match is it was an exhibition. Why couldn't they have a straight wrestling match? I mean, Cody had a bloodbath with his own brother, and I'm to believe that he's not going to do a wrestling move to QT Marshall. He's not going to put him in a figure four. It's just bizarre to me. I like the finish and where it came from, and I'm curious to see where it goes. But things like that with AEW. The other thing, are the Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid baby faces? Because they've been healed for a while, and now no, they they're turned baby face a long time ago. The Good Brothers. They turned baby face a long time ago. Okay. But yeah, the, the Cody and QT Marshall storyline is just bizarre to me that you could have done that entire thing by just playing it straight and just doing a straight wrestling match. This exhibition thing was weird to me, and I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on that. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, two things. Number one, if you do a straight wrestling match, then you got to have a finish in AEW. So this was an exhibition, so you weren't you weren't ripped off. Listen, I was the first person, I'll be the last person, to say that last week's promo segment setting this up was a swing and a miss. Talking about bumps and all of this other stuff. I was like, what the hell is this? But I did say, I think that the payoff will be fine. I didn't mind an exhibition match. Yes, obviously, when you do a blood feud and your brother's all bloody and everything like that, then when you do this storyline later, yeah, that's kind of a plot hole right there. The guy wanted to do Larry Zabisco and Bruno San Martino, and that was an exhibition match. And the story he wanted to tell was, I don't want to hurt my friend, but my friend is a jerk, And he's going to go right after my bad shoulder, which is what happened in the match. So that's what they wanted to do. You're welcome to not like it. I thought that the the split into two nightmare families, I mean, listen, they want factions. It's very much like New Japan. Everybody is in one faction or another. And now we've got something. We've got three very talented guys that are now on TV as a result of this, QT's crew. And at the end of the day, I thought the whole thing was fine. Was it perfect? No, of course not. And the the thing last week was was the opposite of perfect. 
But I thought that based on what they wanted to do, I thought it turned out all right. Good, actually. It's not going to hit, you know, 100% of the time, but I would much rather have uh, three or four person groups, even if it's a larger group, that, that's fine. It's nice to have a wrestling promotion where, you know, some guys may have the other guys' back. You know what I'm saying? Whereas in WWE, nobody's got a friend. And it also makes it stick out more for a guy like a John Moxley or somebody that is playing a lone wolf to actually be then, in that case, a lone wolf with, without any friends and without anybody at, at the backing. So even he's got one, though. So, But it just... Well, I was wondering where they were going to go or how they were going to play this because I do, I don't remember it in real time, but obviously Bruno and Larry Zabisco was what they have been inspired by and where they could be going and how that one went. They had this scientific match. They had never really teased anything other than Zabisco wanting to face off against, you know, the guy who trained him. And yeah, he wanted to get out of his shadow, but they hadn't done what they were doing with QT. They hadn't laid out anything. So it was a fresh thing. When Zabisco cracked Bruno with the chair and laid him open and made him bleed, it was a fresh thing. And it's like, okay, well, how are they going to do anything with this? And they did a good job of it because they got those other guys in the Nightmare family and split them off. I thought... It was a nice update to an old story that I think I'm sure I'm not the only one that was kind of sitting there with a little bit of a critical eye going, okay, how can you go with this and make it fresh and not make it look cornball? And I, they did not do that, you know, for whatever you think about, you know, the, the blood and all that sort of stuff, you know, does that help them? Uh, we'll see, <laughs> you know, they, they had a, a good deal of that on the show last night between that. The Legos, the, you know, Dax getting busted open. They they had a bunch of that stuff. And maybe they, sh- they shouldn't have had that, and this could have stood out more. But I, I thought the whole, how the whole thing went was really good. I'm not looking forward to matches with all of the, you know, the, the, the guys together. But I am looking forward to now a QT and, and Cody match, which I if you would have asked me that, you know, six months ago, I, I never would have said I'd be looking forward to that. All righty, let's go to uh, Virginia. You're on the air. What's going on? Hello, this is Brandon from Virginia. So I'm watching NXT and you know with EO and Raquel. And going into the match, I thought, okay, well, Raquel's probably should win. Like, who else would there be for EO to face? But, you know, Raquel slams EO last week on the table. I thought, okay, Mayor looks strong. I'm watching last night, and EO keeps getting beat down, I thought. So maybe they're telling the story that EO comes in the end. But then I think about Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns that we've recently seen. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's the same thing. They're just beating EO over and over, and she may lose in the end. I was like, well, that's a terrible way to kind of bring EO down a little bit. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But I'll close on a good note. I loved how AEW ended. You had the baby faces celebrating in the end, hugging, giving the thumbs up to Sue, and they're playing the music. And I was like, that's a nice way to end my Wednesday night. So I enjoyed it in the end. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. So, you know, I, I really ranted about that EO thing. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the last segment, they did put her over. And I don't know. I mean, that's, just what, that's what makes here's the, thing. the heavy-handedness so unnecessary. Here's the thing. If Raquel is going to beat EO, I don't need three segments of Raquel beating EO the week before. Exactly. Just have them do a brawl. If you want to do an equal brawl, you know, fine. Uh, EO hits a big dive on all the other women, whatever. But three segments where she gets destroyed in a fair fight that she started. I mean, by the end, I was just, I was, listen, w- when when I want to see a match between two people that I like, 
And by the time you're done booking, I want it to be loser leaves town so one of them goes away. That's bad. You screwed something up. And what they screwed up was having to see this 50 times. Yeah, but you know what they... they Go quick, because we got some it... new callers. I want to see well, who these people they, are. They basically made it a loser leaves town match, too, because why would you want to see that? You've seen EO destroy the whole roster. She gets destroyed by Raquel over and over again. She loses the title... She's got to go because what else do you do? You drop her back down and have her go through all the people she killed already to get back up to Raquel. So she better actually be out the door, even though it upsets me that she would be because then she'd be on the main roster. All right. Let's go to Knoxville. I believe this might be a new caller. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian. Hey, Mike. Hope your days are going well. Shouts to Twitch homies. Actually, my second time calling. But uh. Uh, to go over Wednesday shows last night. Uh, a lot of my friends in Discord were thinking this was a very low-key AEW show, and it turned out to be an absolutely fantastic one, much more than it seemed on paper. And that's a trend I actually noticed on AEW's behalf for Wednesdays is whenever they seem to have a low-key on paper card, it turns out way better than you'd possibly expect. I uh, just wanted to shout it out that detail and see what you guys think about that. Well, yeah, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, one of the things, I mean, I'd have to go back and look. I mean, I'm sure you're right, but, you know, they they want this show to do well in the ratings. And they don't hot shot. <laughs> they actually do the opposite of hot shot. Like, how many weeks are when you see Brian Cage and Taz saying everything's all right before the guy finally turns? I mean, this could be months. But what they do think about is, well, if we want to do good ratings, then we need to have, like, important stuff throughout the show. So there's two ways to do that. You can either advertise a bunch of things that people are very interested in. I mean, the Young Bucks and, and John Moxley against uh, uh, the Good Brothers and uh, um, Kenny Omega. Obviously, people are going to be super interested helping. in that match, you know. Dude, there's so many combinations of this that they've got lined up that... But anyway... So you can do something like that, or you announce the card, and you make sure that there's stars on the show, but then you surprise people with, like, the big return. I did not think that the Inner Circle was going to return tomorrow. I thought they'd hold that off until the first week that they were unopposed, but they didn't, and people loved it, so there you go. Hey, you can't tip your hand on this stuff. I mean, you still need to take people on the adventure, so, you know, I'm sure what sold most AEW fans was the announcement of the main event. What was that? And obviously you had QT and Cody too, but when you you do that and then you throw in these things and you, again, you paint your corners really well, which I thought they did last night, especially to their fan base. I mean, what what more can you say? It was actually a good night for both shows, even though it's easier to, to take, you know, jabs at NXT, you know, with, with AEW. With AEW, it's just one of those things at this point, if you don't like their style and you don't like how they lay out their shows, you're never going to like it because this is how it rolls. This is what they do. And that's how they ended their show. Again, if you don't like Legos and all that sort of stuff. But their fan base does. And they hit their fan base perfectly. Now, can they continue to grow that? We have to see. We'll see what these ratings are this week. They should improve a little bit at the very least with, with NXT out of the way. But... They have got to figure out a way to continue to stay over 800,000 week after week after week and continue to build that up to a million because for right now, they're not building 
you know, but at least visually on paper, they're, they're not building right now. So you continue to have to do that. And it doesn't happen overnight. A lot of people, oh, what a failure. They don't even do a million view, you know, a million uh, viewers every week. Like, well, what are we comparing this to? This well, I mean, if you add in the, uh, if you add in plus three, they break a million every week. But well, nobody wants go, to talk about that. There you go. But and it's you know, the company's only two years old, and that's why it's also a lot easier to be harder on WWE, a company that's been in business for God knows how long. Here, AEW is going to make mistakes. They got to figure their things out. They keep making the same mistakes over and over. The WWE does. Well, then you can bag on them a little bit more, but they do actually have to grow that number. They do have to expand their bases out more, and they got to figure out a way to keep females and to drag old people back. Well, I got to say this about that guy's call. You ever notice that, like, it's going to take forever. I don't have time, but I'll just say this. Can we just, like, tell everybody, this is for NXT, how about you just tell everybody who's going to be on the show? Like, they never announce any matches. Maybe they announce one or two. Obviously, don't say, oh, well, next week. Well, next week's takeover, bro. In general, when it's NXT time, they they have like a match announced, and I I go up there on on Monday because that's the day I do the show with the with Dave, and it's like, what is on NXT this week? I have no idea. I can't find it on the website. Someone will go, oh well, you got to go to their uh, Instagram, blah, blah. bro. What's no. the lineup for the show? Okay, <laughs> yeah. and if you don't have a lineup for the show, you ever notice that like when AEW plugs next week, they'll plug like three matches, four matches, or whatever, and they'll also say. Also appearing, Jade Cargill in action. MJF will be giving a gift to... Like, they tell you all the stars who are going to be on the show. So as a viewer, I'm like, oh, I like this... uh, I don't like MJF, he's a horrible guy, but, you know, I want to see what he's going to give his his buddies. Tell me what's on the show. You might do better in the numbers if you actually told people what was on the show instead of, oh, well, they'll just tune in and it'll be a hodgepodge of whatever. Back in a moment, Observer Live. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 
That's 800-760-1845. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. If you're one of those people whose day is ruined by numbers that I put on the internet, well, you don't have too many, uh, where are we here? What happened to our show? <laughs> it's dropped That's... off Twitch here. Uh-oh. Huh. <laughs> is this how it works now? So we know we find out we've been canceled? I wonder if they can hear me. You Twitch homies are a bunch of geeks! Nerds! Nerds! Now we'll see. If the thing starts going nutty... Anyway, I'm going to put up the ratings here in a while. You only got two <laughs> weeks left to have your life ruined by them. So enjoy it while you can. And uh, then Vinny and I are going to review the shows in great detail tonight on the Brian and Vinny show. Am I forward in time? They're still talking about a video here. What's going on? <laughs> what do you think about this, radio listeners? Welcome to life. Tonight, Brian and Vinny show, only for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com for audio. Video.F4WOnline.com. There I am. Hey, hey everybody. <laughs> Video.F4WOnline.com for uh, video subscribers. We're going to talk about the show tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, oh, my lovely Twitch homies, I love you all. What a <laughs> oh, wonderful yeah. group of people right there. Don't listen back to this, kids. want to thank you all. Mike, as always, callers and listeners, Sports Byline, the mightier 1090 AM. American Forces Network, twitch.tv slash F4W video, video.f4wonline.com, wrestlingobserver.com, all of my great friends, countrymen, and all around the world. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.